Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. How you doing, everybody? This is Guido from the Dave in the Morning Show, and I tune in every Saturday at 5 p.m., for the make out one. Oh yeah, Angley Waters Outdoors with Marty Angler. Right here at WHIW 101.3 FM. You better listen or you'll end up with the faces. Hey, this is Man Mooriger from UFO Buster Radio. And when I'm not out blowing up aliens and UFOs, oh, that was close. I'm listening to Angling Waters Outdoors with Marty Angler. I pick up some great fishing tips for those moments when things are not so hectic with these aliens from 4.2 far. So if you want to get some good fishing tips, you need to check out Angling Waters Outdoors. Enjoy the show because I'm a bag me an ET right about now. Hasta la vista, baby. Gustafson. Well, good afternoon, anglers. How are you today? It's a good day to fish. I hope you got out today. <laughs> well, you know, uh, we talk a lot about fishing here, so why change it? We keep on fishing. Now, today is a good day, especially after the crazy weather we've had this week to actually get out there and and spend some time finding active fish. Now, I'm personally, like I said last week, looking toward the deepest waters uh near weeds or even near uh flats uh just before drop-offs. Somewhere shallow, somewhere quick, somewhere gone, see ya, you know. So, we're going to explore just what it takes to find these fish. Now, 
you're going to punch a few holes. That's a guarantee. But now if you know where everybody else is at, let's say you go out there and there's a bazillion people in one spot. Well, you got to find a spot that's near where they are without getting into their business. And once you do that, you're good to go. You have a place to fish. And as long as you've got that place to fish, we can safely say that you're not impeding in their space. Okay. So once you find, and who knows, they may be on the edge and you might be in it. They might be catching fish every 15 minutes or 10 minutes or so. And you're catching fish every every time you go down. It just works that way sometimes. You know, one guy parks his tent, the next guy comes over and gets near him. The next thing you know, you get got a little tent city going, and uh, they're not even close. But they're close enough to catch a few fish here and there. That works for me. So um, what are we going to use? What are we going to use to get these fish? Well, of course, you know, you always got your plastics, your jigs and plastics. Um, I really was thinking... I bought these googly-eyed jigs, and uh, we didn't get any minnows yet. But um, I'm thinking Advantage, even if not uh, in the uh, dingy dark water, but maybe in the open water too. Because, you know, like you and I, irritating sounds do get us aggravated, and, well, we just don't eat the prey. Uh, but they do. So, uh, you anger them a little bit, make a little noise. You know, they'll think they're distressed and dying or whatever. So I would just eat it. Yep, there you go. And then you've got a fish. Well, that happens. And that's what you want to do. So, to get this going, um, you could use a minnow. I purchased uh, in one of my Walmarts that I've been to recently um some of these uh deceased shiners now most of the uh shiner uh material (laughs) the scales have gone to the bottom of the bag but i was just thinking you know pop the heads off of them and just use those instead of using live ones and maybe uh getting a half a dozen live ones and using them for live bait for dead stick now, if you don't know what a dead stick is, it's just uh, you put a, a minnow on a hook, um, uh, maybe uh, 8 to 10 inches up, and then put a little weight and just drop it to the bottom, reel your line down to the water, pick it up and put it in a holder, and you're going to be that far off the bottom, probably a foot and a half, two feet, depending on where you put your... That's probably about where you want to be, foot and a half, two feet. That's in one hole. Now, in the other hole, because you got to have to cut a couple of holes, uh, after you put your dead stick in, uh, if you're allowed in your state to do this, that is, if you're allowed to use more than one rod, then you can fish and jig with the other one. Now, you may be seeing fish, and you may be jigging fish. Uh, you may be jigging the fish, and they may be following up, but they may not be taking Watch where they're coming up to, okay? Because sometimes your movement up 
there's there's a point where they won't go by for some reason. I don't know, call it uh, temperature depth. Maybe it's a, just a tad bit warmer down there. And they're well, they're, they're not, maybe they're not willing to chase. That happens too. So bring that minnow up off the bottom to that spot just before it gets to that spot. Now as you're working them up, working them up, working them up, instead of taking yours, they may take the live swimming around minnow instead or the dead stick. It happens. And that gives you two opportunities to fish in a spot in the same way, safely, uh, saying that uh, you're going to catch a fish on one of them. You may catch them on both. You may get a fish that chases and then goes after the uh, dead stick. And another fish down there goes, hey, he left this one. Up he comes. There you go. Or he might catch a walleye on one and a crappie on another. That just happens that way. So you want to be prepared with your dead sticks. Now, there may be a point where minnows just aren't going to cut it. So what do we do? Well, that's when you hope you brought some spikes or some wigglers with you. That'll that'll help. So then you just downsize or keep the same size jig head that you're using and just put the put them on the back of that. Um, grub worms, grub worms work real well. Um, sometimes when fish are really picky, grub worms always seem to be the the little bit of edge that you need to to get them to attack on the uh, lure. So um, colors, like I said, always stick to the well. Depending on how deep you are, if you're really deep, go with the bright colors, glow colors. Now down there, the bright colors are not going to be uh, the same color you're seeing, uh, even with the sun shining. The hues change. The color scheme hues change, so the deeper you go, the they're actually getting darker. Um, blacks turn to red, uh, reds, reds turn to purple or blues. Anyway, it, it's it, I'll have to cover that in another show. I have to do some research on it for you. In fact, I'll write that down real quick here. And uh, what we'll do is uh, I'll go over that uh, in a future, maybe next week. Um, way of uh, doing the color schemes after so many feet. Uh, it's a little trick to learn. Uh, sometimes you forget until, you know, you've already rolled off the water. Ah, oh, I should have went with this color instead. But it, it after so many feet of water, colors make a difference because uh, what's a bright color yellow could be black. And in the black, you don't see the black down deep. So, I mean, if you're in the dark and somebody puts something black in front of you, you're not going to see it. But, you know, bring it up to 10 foot, now it's yellow. It's just the way that the sunlight protrudes through and the light twists in the water. Uh, they used to have this thing called the uh, color wheel. And um, it was actually a little thing. I used to have one, but it it, uh, it went bad. <laughs> or I borrowed it to somebody or something, but uh, I think it went bad. 
But anyway, you, you drop it in the water, and the deeper you go, it would tell you what color scale you're in. It was really cool. I, I haven't seen one of those in years, so I don't think they sell them anymore. But uh, if I can get a hold of a color wheel, uh, I'll bring up the uh, website and everything else, because I think there's a website out there that uh, that get, you print it out, and you just, there you already have it. Uh, I'll ha- I'll have to research. I'll get with that back with you on that one next week. Um, the color spectra, spectrum and uh, what colors to use at what depth. Um, and 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 that same thing will hold true. You know, like with your glow bugs and everything. That's where you want to really when you're deep. That's what you want to use. Something that glows. Something where you can hit that little button and shine it up and make it glow and then drop it down in there with your bait you know every third fourth cast you got to re, re you know re-hit it with the light but you know and if you're catching fish you're catching fish that's all that matters so and then uh let's see kind of lost my train there <laughs> it happens it sometimes but you're out there you're fishing these uh this depth and let's say um, you're in 28 feet of water and it's this, this depth is at uh, 15 feet. They'll only come up 15 feet and then they go right back down. Like I said, try the dead sticking. If that, uh, that isn't working and, and the other isn't working, then try changing your baits. If nothing else, try plastics, you know, uh, maybe sometimes they just want the plastic wiggling and it's funny. Here's another trick. Sometimes it's your cadence in your shake, your jigging of your lure. Now, um, a lot of times it's, uh, you can jig it once, two or three times, and then just leave it sit. What I do is when I first start out is I'll jiggle it like 15 times, and then I'll hold it, and I'll count 15 seconds. (coughs) Excuse me. You know, jiggle again 15 times, and I'll hold it. Now, let's say I get somebody taking, but they're not interested. Pull it up a little bit, and then just hold it. Don't jig it. Just hold it. See what happens. And a lot of times, by just holding it, it's it's moving, but it's not jigging. And that little attractant, boom, they hit it. Nail it, and uh, here we go. Now we got fish. you got to watch your cadence when you're doing that. You... you uh, you want to make sure that your timing is consistent. So if you're you're jigging it 10 times or you're jigging it up, just jig it up, let it fall back down, count to 15, jig it up, let it fall back down 15. Um, make sure you're consistent with that because that's what's going to catch you your fish. Now, if you're they stop doing that, change your cadence. Sometimes it's not. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At the bait, it's the cadence. So these are all things to consider when you're out there on the ice fishing. 
Libate works well, very well, but sometimes the plastics over prevail. It's just a chance you have to you have to take every once in a while. Uh, a lot of uh, fishermen uh, carry three, four, five rods. Of course, Marty Angler, you know, he's got to have eight, and they're all rigged with different lines and uh, or different weights of lines, and they're different sizes, so that I could do different things with them. And yeah, I know I spent a lot of money on fishing, but again. Um, it's easier to change a rod in a lure at the same time to just rig up and go than to have to cut it off, tie in a new one, make your changes. So now I have four pound test, I have six pound test, and I have eight pound test. Of course, for smaller, medium, and large lures. So if I'm going from a, a eight pound test a jig and I want to go to a uh, a little tiny tungsten uh, jig, um, then I have to change line. I'm not going to be peeling line off and changing it. I just if I just put it on, for that that would just irritate me. And I'm not eight pound test line is not going to to help me as much as the four pound test line will. So better to change rods and already be rigged than it is to have to cut lines. Now, again, that's my preference. Your preference might be different. You might not be able to have spent all the money that I've spent over the years. Now, again, this is over the years. I didn't go out and spend, you know, five, $600 on fishing rods just to have, you know, eight fishing rods and <clears throat> reels, excuse me, and then, and then put line on them and, and jigs. And no, this is over time. So, um, you can check around um, garage sales. Uh, be surprised how many people, um, especially wives, if their husbands have passed, uh, they just want to get rid of the stuff. And nobody, they don't know who to give it to. You walk in with $5 in your hand and now you've cleaned up on fishing rods and uh, tackle because they don't think it's worth much. Now, I make a bigger offer than 5 bucks, but... Um, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. They just want to get rid of it. They don't know what to do with it. Get rid of it. See, I have a nice day. You know, and and if you see one or two items, ask them how much for all of it. You know, they may even give you a big, better, bigger deal because you are interested. So nothing wrong with that. Um, I've, I've got some of those. I've, <laughs> I've, I've done that quite a bit. <laughs> I've, I've even bought, bought fishing rods. I think I bought three fishing rods for a dollar once because the tips were broke. So I put new tips on them, um, cleaned up the reels, greased them up, oiled them up, and there they sit in the garage. Somebody wants a, wants a fishing rod, here you go. And, I, and I'm, you know, that's what I do. Uh, they're not bad rods if just the tip is broke off. You put a new rod on it. Yeah, they don't have the same action. But you know what? If somebody's coming up and learning, here you go. Have at it. Learn to fish. Um, I've made my own. Uh, we used to make ice fishing rods um, using uh, nylon, um, tying them on with uh, sewing thread, tying the eyelets on with sewing thread, um, and using the uh, little plastic reels that they sell in Walmart for like a you know two dollars. You can buy two of them for two bucks or something like that. And you just you know attach those with duct with tape. 
you know, run some line on there, two pound test line, uh, being real cheap. I think I, we, when I was with, uh, my son was in the Cub Scouts, uh, we made these, uh, fishing rods and, uh, I think we made 10 of them for like 10 bucks. <laughs> it was really nothing to do, but they work. And, uh, in fact, I still, I think I have one or two of them floating around here somewhere, you know, all the boys that made them, uh, they get, they make their own and it was theirs to keep. Um, and then we went out ice fishing. Uh, we've done that. Uh, it doesn't hurt to just be a little, um, maintenance, do a little maintenance on the rods and reels. You find them broke, fix them. I've seen people throw perfectly good rods and reels out in the garbage because they needed oil. Take them home, open them up, oil them up, work it in a little bit. Works like new. Put a little lithium on it. There you go. Done deal. So, uh, you know, if you, if you don't have the most expensive equipment or the best expensive equipment and you want to get it, those are the ways to do it. Go to Goodwill. You'd be surprised how many rods... I found rods and reels at Goodwill, and again, they just needed a good, the reels just needed a good cleaning. You know, if I spent $5 on two reels and rods, and they were the exact same thing because well, you couldn't turn or turn the handle. Took it all apart. Somebody had uh, run the string down in there, pulled all the string out, greased it up. So now when uh take somebody fishing that doesn't fish, there's two rods and reels. They get to use them. So just a thought um and a lot of my reels too um the smaller reels the uh, the micro reels you can use those for ice fishing so if you run across those you gotta be a little ingenuitive think about it a little bit and and who knows you, you'll come up with something and uh hey let me know what you do what you find uh if you need any help fixing it let me know uh i can help you along with that too so i i think it's a good deal to be able to do those things and again, it works for you in your your in your fishing. Um, a lot of people don't want to spend a whole lot of money fishing, so that's one way to do it. And I know I digressed off the 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 spot of uh, you know fishing the deeper water and and the colors and all that stuff. We'll get to the colors next week again, but uh, we do we do have opportunity to catch fish consistently now. It's just a matter of what's working at that time. Um, they're not going anywhere. Uh, they're going to stay in there because the deeper water is a little bit warmer. Um, maybe a half a degree or a degree. So they're going to be where it's the warmest. Some of them, it, it doesn't matter that much. They'll be up a little bit higher. Uh, crappies, sometimes you'll find crappies in 10 feet. Sometimes you'll find them at 15 feet. Sometimes you'll find them with the walleyes down at the bottom. Perch all over the place. Bluegills all over the place. You might be, uh, uh, one fish might be chasing you up to the 15 or 20 foot level and all of a sudden, boom, now you just nailed a largemouth bass or a smallmouth bass. It's cool to me. Uh, you're, you're playing mental chess with a fish and it's just a question of what can I do to make you bite my hook? So, ah, well, just sitting here thinking about it, it's making me. Wishing I could go fishing. So why don't we just tear up some music right now. And we'll start with this one. Wishing I could go fishing. Here we go. Mm-hmm. 
Monday morning, the work week's dawning, and as usual, I'm running late. I need to get my rear in high gear if I'm gonna be there by eight. I'm sitting at the table reading the label on a jar of Nescafe. Yeah, I'm sitting here wishing that I could go fishing, but I gotta go to work today. Sitting here wishing that I could go fishing, but I gotta go to work today. Hey, I can't wait to get back on the lake. I sure could use some new crankbaits, but my paycheck's been, I'm late on the rent, and there's a rig note I gotta pay. Yeah, I'm sitting here wishing that I could go fishing, but I gotta go to work today. Seven forty-three, and I really ought to be heading on out to the truck. The boss is on a tear; he's been a real nightmare, and I'm just about fed up. I got fifteen minutes, and my heart ain't in it, but I gotta go anyway. Yeah, I'm sitting here wishing that I could go fishing, but I gotta go to work today. I'm sitting here wishing that I. Fishing, but I gotta go to work today. Hey, I can't wait to get back on the lake. I sure could use some new crankbaits, but my paycheck's been I'm late on the rent, and there's a rig note I gotta pay. Yeah, I'm sitting here wishing that I could go fishing, but I gotta go to work today. There's a wall hanger waiting for me. It's 8.03, where my paycheck's been, I'm late on the rent, and there's a rig note I gotta pay. Yeah, I'm sitting here wishing that I could go fishing, but I gotta go to work today. Yeah, I'm sitting here wishing that I could go fishing, but I gotta go to work. I don't wanna go to work, but I gotta go to work today. Hello? Hey, it's me. Did you tell the boss that, man, I'm feeling bad <laughs> today? I don't think I'm going to come in this morning. If I get to feeling better, though, I'll be in first thing in the morning. Hey, boss, just think, we could have been at work today. I knew there was a reason why I hired you. <laughs> I got one, Pat. It's a big one. It's a big one. Oh, come on, baby. Stay on there. Stay on there. Oh, man. Oh, it's a huge one.
Don't forget to tune in to the Dave in the Morning Show, Monday through Thursday, 6 to 8 a.m. Fridays for the Caveman Show, 6 to 9 a.m. Join Dave and his wacky crew as they bring a smile to your face with local news, weather, interviews, music, and a whole lot more. Just tune in to the Dave in the Morning Show, Monday through Thursday, 6 to 8, Fridays from 6 to 9. And if you're lucky, they'll club you and make a caveman out of you. I was fishing last Friday on a lake in Mississippi in the humid summer heat On a boat with my best friend Cletus who was sleeping in the back seat Well the bites were slow and we were running low on chips and Gatorade It'd been a long hard day I felt a tug on the line and I didn't pay attention I was spinning way too fast Before I knew it I was staring at a ten pound shiny bass When I tried to pull the fish inside I pulled a muscle in my upper thigh I was so scared I threw my rod up in the air Cletus take the reel Take it from my hands Cause I can't do this With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't forget to tune in to the Weekend Variety Show with Henry Stevens. Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Henry will keep you informed with local weather, entertainment, sports news, community announcements, and celebrity birthdays. That's right, celebrity birthdays. In addition to that, you'll hear a wide variety of music from the 1950s through today. And if you're lucky, he'll even tell you who's dead and who's alive.
Oh, something got a little awry here. Hang on. Gotta play this one first. Okay, don't forget to listen to the Big Band Swing Show with Mr. Sandman every Sunday from noon to 2 p.m. Jump back in time hearing all the classics from the 1920s through the 1960s era. Join Mr. Sandman each week as he helps you to relive the songs that seem lost but never forgotten. Right here on WHIW 101.3 FM in Harvard, Illinois. Okay, Mr. Wong, get ready. ready it's your turn. Ready? Mr. Angler, how about we have fish for dinner tonight? You have recipe? Oh, I do, Mr. Wong. I certainly do. You know, we're going to start with a little... Uh, if you've got a grill that's uh, hanging around, a charcoal grill, here's a good one for you here. Uh, it's smoked fillets. Now, you can do this on the grill, or you can do it in your smoker. Um, either way, just make sure you have some wood chips or chunks. Um, three pounds of fish fillets. One stick of butter, melted. Half a teaspoon of Tabasco sauce, quarter cup of parsley chopped, juice of one lemon, and a half a teaspoon of Worcestershire sauce. Yeah, I never say that right. I don't think anybody ever does. All right. Well, anyway, uh, cover a tray with aluminum foil. Place fish on the tray in a single layer. Combine all ingredients and pour over fish fillets. Place tray on grill in preheated smoker. Cover with top and cook for approximately 45 minutes or until done. Um, okay. Uh, let's see how you're going to... It doesn't say what kind of uh, wood to use here. So I'm going to tell you, in my experience, uh, apple wood is good. Um, cherry wood. Your fruit woods, they just always seem to, uh, people use cedar planks too. I'm just not sold on that, but um, I, I, I think the cherry woods uh, for smoke. And uh, I would say, uh, you know, try it out for yourself, do what you do what you want. But uh, that was all that that recipe says. It takes a uh, prep time about four hours, about, about an hour, I'm sorry. But uh, you can do that on your grill, or you can do that uh, in your smoker. So, anyway, I do have another, because uh, that's the kind of guy I am. 
Uh, we're going to go with... <laughs> I think this is just crazy. But, um, I, you know what? It's 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 actually a two-parter here. Because um, I've, I've got two... Two, two of these uh, recipes in my hand here. Crispy potato chip fried fish is the first one. Prep time, 30 minutes. You need one and a half pounds of fish fillets, any kind. Eight to ten ounces of rippled potato chips, two eggs, and a quarter cup cooking oil. Crush potato chips in sealable plastic bag with rolling pin. Beat eggs in a small bowl. Dip one filet in at a time in egg. Then drop in bag of potato chips. Shake until filet is covered with chips. Place in hot oil and cook until both sides are golden brown. Drain on paper towels. Okay, that's the uh, first one. The second one uh, is oven fish. So now you can either deep fry it or do it in the oven. Uh, This one calls for a pound of fish filets. Two and a half cups of potato chips finely crushed. Uh, half a cup of Parmesan cheese, grated. Half a cup of mayonnaise or salad dressing. And a quarter cup of lemon juice. Preheat oven to 375 degrees. Combine chips and cheese. Set aside in a small bowl. Uh, combine mayonnaise and two tablespoons of lemon juice. Set aside. Dip fish in remaining lemon juice, then mayonnaise mixture and potato chip mixture. Arrange in greased 13 by 9 inch baking dish. Bake 20 minutes or until fish flakes with fork. That one sounds pretty good too. And I'm not a big mayonnaise person. But uh, hey, you know, um, I'll give it a taste. All you can do is give it a taste. And if it's no good, well, then at least you've tried it. You know, not everybody has the same. That's why I keep giving you different recipes, because not everybody likes them cooked the same way. And, uh, again, if you want any of these recipes, please feel free to contact me, MartyAngler13 at Comcast.net. I will just tell me which one you want, and I will send it over to you. Um, if uh, you don't remember what it, what it was, just tell you know, Try and give me an idea of what it was you wanted, and uh, I'll, I'll send one over. Now, um, I don't know if um, if I'll be able to do a cookbook giveaway again, but who knows? Anything might happen, you know. Uh, won't be the ones I'm reading now. <laughs> Those are personal. So, But I, I may, I may uh, find one, because uh, these books, uh, I don't think you can find anywhere. I, I'll look around. Maybe I can. If I can, if I can find duplicates and... Uh, they're uh, not charging both arms and a leg, then, well, we'll definitely uh, look into it for sure. So um, with that being said, uh, I think... Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. dilly dilly. Seriously, right? Okay, 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 okay. Man. The Green Hornet's caught more fish than you've lied about, Gustafson. And speaking about catching fish, why don't we give some reports here, huh? Let's start off in Minnesota. Eh? Okay, Lake Millax East. Walleye reports continue to come in. Although the bite has been inconsistent, the best action continues to come off the deep mud and gravel during the day in 25 to 30 feet with set lines and shiners or small sucker minnows. Uh, 
During low light periods, uh, the 14 to 16 foot rocks are producing some walleyes as well as hit the mud flats for tulabies and some jumbo perch. Uh, check the resorts for road access and availability. Uh, west. Walleyes are biting, but you won't hook the big numbers of fish like a few weeks ago. This week, the bite has been best at night on the rock points and in St. Albans Bay, over 14 feet. Some walleyes, walleyes also are being taken during the day on the mud flats in 25 to 32 feet with, with a few tulabies and perch mixed in. Off-road travel has become more difficult with the additional snow, so call ahead and check on the road and access conditions. You know, i seen a uh, video. Um, I was on TV uh, where big cracks were happening. Guys were out there with their sticks, poking, poking sticks for the ice around the uh, cracks, the big cracks, and they were literally just pushing the ice around the cracks into the water so be very careful when you're out there on the, on the ice near cracks in fact try to avoid the cra- cracks if you can uh lake of the woods for mid-february fishing has been good with a nice mix of walleyes and saugers being caught 12 to 15 miles out and 30 to 32 feet of water some pods of fish are being found closer to shore away from traffic in 15 to 20 feet some nice walleyes have Again, been found suspended this week. Uh, Some reports of morning and evening walleye action on the Rainy River and Four Mile Bay continue. Okay, there we go. Uh, Let's see here. Leech Lake, set lines and shiner minnows are producing a few walleyes each evening in the 15 to 20 foot points or 30 to 35 foot humps in Walker Bay. Some perch are being caught on the north side of Walker Bay or, or Agency Bay in 12 to 18 feet. Uh, the deep water in Walker Bay is also being, oh, I'm sorry, is also worth hitting for eel pout. Never had eel pout. I don't know what it tastes like. Maybe sometime I'll uh, have to try it. Uh, there are roads plowed to some areas of the lake, but snowmobile is your best option. It allows you to get away from the crowds. Uh, let's see, Rainy Lake, set lines and spoons are both working for walleyes throughout uh, Sand Bay in 25 to 35 feet. Walleyes and some crappies continue to be caught around uh, Dryweed Island and Grindstone Island in 30 feet or more. Look for suspended crappies over deep water in Black Bay. Okay, there's your Minnesota reports. All right, uh, just checking to make sure I got enough time here. And uh, let's get on with uh, a little bit of, oh, yeah, let's do Wisconsin first. Okay, Wisconsin reports uh, up in Door County, Door Peninsula. Most fishermen, uh, ice fishermen already, already know, but tend to quickly forget the ice on Green Bay can be very unpredictable. Even with the extreme cold temperatures, we have ice breakage going on throughout the winter for ships to come into the shipyard and have crazy winds here, which in turn shift the ice and open up large cracks. So you can be standing on a 12 to 18 inches of ice in one spot 
and a few feet away there would be a crack with less than an inch of ice see that's what i was just talking about uh, make sure you do your homework prior to heading out uh, we've had a few recent incidents uh, and equipment have been lost lucky no one has been hurt so far be safe uh, but white fish action has been very good uh, now that uh, fishermen are able to get out to some of those spots. A few of those spots include Henderson's Point, the deeper water in front of Little Sturgeon and Riley's Bay. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Sherwood uh, Point, Larson's Reef, and deeper shorelines and structure to the north, up to Egg Harbor. Uh, a wide variety of jigs rigged with slider hooks will work great. Tip jigs with waxworms, spikes, minnow pieces, and plastics. One major key is to stay away from the big groups and the noise it the, the noise degenerate. Okay. <laughs> stay away from the noise. Be in the quiet. Be away from people. Hmm. Sounds real. All right. Uh perch fishing still going pretty strong up there at this point and if it is anything like the past couple of years, it should continue to stay good throughout the ice season. Walleye action is starting to pick up now that fishermen can venture out to a little bit more and get some different areas. Look for those secondary shoreline drop-offs, rock to sand or mud drop-offs along with some offshore reefs. Uh, best baits include oddball jigs, rappella jigs, rip and wraps, uh, slap slab wraps and moonshine silver minnow tipped with minnows um yeah that'll work perch fishing is also going very good throughout the county areas to target little sturgeon riley's bay sawyer harbor downtown sturgeon bay including the sturgeon bay flats and the potawatomi state park shoreline and now with better ice cover fishermen can start to try their luck to the north, like in Egg Harbor and Fish Creek and Ephraim. There we go. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, getting a little dry. That's a bad thing about winter. Dry air. Okay, up in the Hayward area, this frigid cold will help build ice, but anglers have to be cautious of changes that come with ice building. It is possible shorelines will expand and fresh cracks develop as ice release pre releases pressure, so be very cautious. The lakes are offering a consistent bite with shiners and suckers on tip-ups, getting some decent catches. Walleye action slowed some, but there is northern pike and bass activity off weed edges. Panfish are active, with crappies moving towards deeper holes. Mobility play pays dividends. And hole hopping is ideal for better catches. Tungsten jigs tipped with soft plastics or minnows are best presentations for success. Okay. Lake Michigan. Recently cold temperatures improved ice conditions on lakes. Most smaller lakes and bays now have 8 to 10 inches of ice. Uh, the deeper basins on uh, Niagawaka, Oconomowoc, Pine, Kauchi, Mendota, Delavan, and Lake Geneva froze over January 21st, but because of recent snowfall, do not venture 
over the main basins on these lakes. Pewaukee Lake also has some areas of concern. Take your poker stick with you. <clears throat> if you punch holes every four or five feet just to see how thick the ice is and take your poker stick with you, uh, you'll be fine. Be cautious and careful. Uh, blue, ooh, excuse me. Bluegill action is best around green weeds in five to twelve feet of water. There are some lakes where bluegills were found in twenty to thirty feet of water. A flasher is needed to catch these fish, as they are often suspended off the bottom. Tungsten jigs were preferred when fishing deeper water. Waxy spikes and wigglers work best for live bait. All right. Uh, what else here? Crappies are most active during the early morning hours and just before dusk. Look for them suspended above weeds or wood in 8 to 15 feet of water or suspended over 20 to 30 feet, often just a few feet below the ice. Small jigging lures produced on aggressive crappies. Uh, present the bait above the school as crappies feed up. Perch were found in 8 to 15 feet of water over sand flats with scattered green weeds, clumps near bottoms. Tungsten jigs loaded with spikes or a piece of minnow have produced. Try tip-ups or tip-downs for larger perch. All right, Lake Winnebago. There's 12 inches of ice or better on Lake Poygon. Guys have been catching a few walleyes, but things haven't been going, things haven't been going crazy. Anglers are also catching a few small perch. The sturgeon spearing season opens Saturday, February 9th. Well, it was last week. Uh, there have been plenty of ice on Hoygon for spearing season. Uh, Fox River Bait 920-233-7409 if you're heading up there for that. And that's about it for this area. Illinois fishing. Here we go. <clears throat> Lake Michigan, most fishermen have been fishing from the dock. There have been a few reports of trout being caught at this time. They are there. You just really need to work for them. Spawn sack slowly jigged as well as standard tinsel or white tube jigs tipped with waxworms are both good. Belmont seems to be the best harbor in Chicago area. Racine Harbor in Wisconsin is producing some better catches of browns and steelhead. Navy Pier is producing some catches of perch. The perch are small in size, and a lot of sorting is required, but crappie rigs with fathead minnows seem to be producing the best. Also, artificial plastics, a small minnow-style plastics rigged with double rigs and pulled along the weed beds can produce some larger fish. On the Fox chain of lakes, most reports are showing that there is a decent crappie bite in the 14 feet of water range during the spawn. I'm sorry, during the dawn and pre-dawn hours as well as the sunset and after. The fish are suspended about 8 to 10 feet down and are looking for smaller jigs and plastics or jigs tipped with a couple of spikes. Now the chain can be really funny because you could be in 2 feet of water for a mile. Well, maybe not exactly a mile, but pretty close to it. And then all of a sudden you're in 9 feet of water, then you're in 15 feet of water. There are a couple of lakes where uh, you get down pretty good, but uh, most of it's pretty shallow, especially in the river area. So be careful when you go out there. 
the back bays uh, and Pasteki and Mineola Bay have been good as well. Uh, the south end of Channel Lake for crappies, walleyes, perch, <clears throat> excuse me, and the all good white bass. Okay. Uh, da -da 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 -da. Crystal Lake. The crappies and bluegills are there, but making them bite is a different story. Downsizing jigs and using minnows have been putting specks in the bucket, and smaller jigs have been putting the gills in the bucket as well. Bangs Lake. There have been pretty good bite on the crappies and the pumpkin seeds of late. The uh, bluegills and pumpkin seeds are being found in 5 to 8 feet of water, and the bite seems best early in the morning and again later in the day. Okay. Red Lake. Crappies are still rated good on minnows, chartreuse jigs, white jigs, pink and green. Fish are being caught over Christmas tree sets and near bridge pillars in 6 to 10 feet of water. Lake Murfreesboro. Crappies and bluegills fare on minnows and waxworms near a structure. Bass are still rated fair on soft plastics. Catfish action fair. Fishing shrimp in shallow water. Down south, Lake Springfield, uh, before ice hit, uh, flathead catfish and channel cats were fair to slow in discharging area on shad. Some white bass caught on discharge area with blade baits. Okay, Fox River. Uh, ice is a problem, but prior to freeze, there are reports of panfish and bass being caught. There are several reports of limits being caught. Jigging the flats and pulling three-way rigs has started to put some fish in. Um, the Illinois River sauger and walleye bite has been really good with recent weather patterns. Fish are being caught vertical jigging with minnows and using floater jig and lindy rigging minnows have been doing have been doing well. Pulling three-ray rigs has also starting to put some fish in the boat. The white bass can be found on rocky shoreline areas. There you go. There's your fishing reports. Now let's uh, let's check out if there are any <clears throat> any good uh, tournaments this weekend. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, this dry area carrying killing me. Ah, better. Uh, me and my watermelon juice. <laughs> Kool-Aid, rather. Um, there's a bunch of fishing tournaments that we're on today. Uh, but tomorrow, Ladysmith Lions Club Ice Fishing Contest, and that's Ladysmith, Wisconsin. Uh, that's on the Dairyland Flowage, Lake Flambeau. Uh, Lake Magnor Ice Fishing Contest, Richardson, Wisconsin, Magnor Lake. Uh, Tripoli Shiner, Shriners uh, Ice Fishing Jamboree Muskego Wisconsin AJ's and Battle Ambago uh, starts February 22nd Oshkosh Wisconsin Menominee Park uh, Butt Morts Lake Winnebago Poygon Winnicani uh, what else uh that's the 22nd, uh, 23rd, Big Cedar Lake, uh, Thursday night, Fishing Club, 
but this is a Saturday tournament. Singer, Wisconsin, Goring Ramp, Big Cedar Lake. Big Lake Fishing Tournament, uh, February 23rd, Nye, Wisconsin. There you have it. Those are Wisconsin tournaments. Uh, there's none enlisted for Illinois, and I wasn't able to bring any up in Wisconsin. So, I mean in Minnesota. So, anyway, that'll do it for me. Um, I hope you guys have a great week. Uh, get out, catch some fish. Um, all you can do is uh, try, try, try. Remember everything we talked about. Remember in the reports, it says all the same things. So get out and have a good time. We'll talk to you next week. Marty Angler, we'll see you tonight for Beardo's Roadhouse. Ciao. Okay, you go now. Show over. Miss Angler say you come back next week. Maybe we have more stuff. Bye-bye. The Green Hornet's caught more fish than you've lied about, Gustafson.